when you're doing a versus, I don't think it matters how many hits you have. I think it matters the type of hits you have. So yes, Eminem has a bunch of hits, but I don't think his hits would do well in a versus venue. For example, like Bone Thugs and Harmony, they have plenty of hits. They have a very strong fan base. But going up against certain songs like Bands That Make Her Dance, they don't have nothing that would rile the crowd up like that. They don't have nothing that would get the people hyped like that. So Eminem, if he plays uh, Cleaning Out My Closet, huge hit. Everybody loves that song. But if Busta plays Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See, although Cleaning Out My Closet probably did more numbers than Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See, in a versus venue, people would much rather hear Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See. Completely disagree with you. Sorry to cut you off, but Eminem has hits. Like, and I understand you trying to say, you know, put your hands where your eyes can see. Like, Busta got, like, party hits. So, yeah, those going to ring off. But they're not going up against a stand. They're not going up against a without me. Um, Love the way you lie with Rihanna. Like, I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. And I and I love Busta. Busta going to have some that's going automatic wins. He going to have some automatic wins. Yeah, like the song with him and Janet. That's a classic. I love that song. He got, he got, I mean, all of us are going, whenever he do the Chris Brown verse, that shit going to ring off. No argument there. But, nah. Eminem got, Eminem got hits that I don't think it's going to work. And most people, a lot of people haven't probably been to an Eminem concert, but them Eminem concerts be live. They do. And I'm not taking that from them. I just think in that venue, certain artists can perform better. That's why I always said, if Buster's going to do a versus, he needs to go up against Missy Elliott. Because now that's more of an even match. They both have songs that get the people hyped, that get the people want to dance and move. Yeah. Yeah, because I just don't... I don't see him with Eminem. That matchup doesn't make sense. Yeah, the, I think the matchup is going to be in Buster's favor. It's not a good matchup. You think it's now, a matchup in Buster's favor? We totally... It's it's We're talking preference here. Because you're right. a big Buster Rhymes fan, and I'm... I put Eminem in my top five. Yeah, we're we're talking totally different preferences. I don't I, I like Buster's music. I think Buster is a legend, but right. I don't hold his I don't hold his catalog in nowhere near the high regard that I hold Eminem. So And I can respect that. So let me ask you this. If not Buster, who would you match up against Eminem? Because I think that's a very difficult matchup. Like where it's even evenly matched, so to speak. I don't know. He'd I'd have to put him in that category of people who I can't figure out would go up against him. Um, I still haven't figured out who should go up against Jay. I still haven't or figured Wayne. out who should go up against Wayne. I still haven't figured out who should go up against Drake, Kanye. Drake and Kanye kind of put themselves together. That's on their own shit. But I still don't I think do they that really match up well. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I really don't. I put him in that category of people who I haven't figured out yet. And I'm I'm actually, to be honest, I ain't been hyped about the verses in a long time. I'm, the, the only thing that made that Bone Thugs uh, versus hype was the fight. Other than that, there was no takeaways from that. I mean, nobody I enjoyed really Three Sixes music, but yeah, yeah but other than the fight, shit. it wasn't it wasn't much to take away. Versus was something that 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 was born out of a lot of us being able to being stuck at home, and it was kind of like an event amongst the black community that kind of brought everybody, like, we were all doing one thing at one time. Yeah, Very we rarely were do we stuck get at those home, things. wasn't much on TV, and we all had our phones in our hand. 
And Swiss right. Beats and Timberland took total advantage over it. Right. And congrats to those boys. You know what I'm saying? Get that money. It helped out the artists immensely, too, because a lot of these people that were that had a robust catalog, but nobody was really talking about them at the moment because they didn't drop nothing new. All of their streams shot up after Versus because people got to thinking like, damn, I forgot how much I like this song or I like this artist. So I th- it, was, it was a great idea. I just think now they probably, unless they come up with something innovative, it's ran its course, more to, so to speak. That's 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 my take on it. I'm sure they they have other ideas with it. They that's when the fights and shit started with it and all that other shit. But like everybody's back outside, whether we should be or not, everybody's back outside. So I mean, it has its moments. Sometimes it's good to give legends a good space to come and showcase their talent. You know, before they go out on a you know old school tour, or whatever the shit that they're gonna do. You know, big conglomerate ass tour. But that's it. With that being said. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, aka Young Saint, aka Mr. Flexo and Alexo, about to make your best hold my next hold. This might be the last weekend I can say that. Um, oh? I don't know. We look, you know, we, so might, we might make a change. Uh, Charles oh? Flexavia, <laughs> Charles Flexavia, that man beyond. And the man to the right of me can only be. The same dude from last weekend, the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half F&D. So talk nice when you see me. I stay wildin'. I don't resort to violence. I'm on resorts and islands. Check the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. To be frank, I can only be who I say I be. The F and F&D. One half of this P.O.D. Who else but me? It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up, bro. Yeah, guys, it's been a minute, right? <laughs> um, yeah, a hot minute. Yeah, I think the last thing we put out was last thing we put out was the Martin Luther King. Uh, we dropped on Martin Luther King Day. Um, by the way, yeah, we did take off the following week, and we'll tell we'll talk about why in a second. But we should have took that week off. It was a holiday. Not just it being a holiday. If white people could be off on Martin Luther King Day, we could have took a break. That's just personally how I feel. I felt I felt as I was pushing the episode out on that Monday morning, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? It's white people still in their bed. <laughs> and I'm up before the roosters. I really ain't appreciate that. <laughs> in hindsight. Definitely in hindsight. But um, yeah, last week, uh, hey, my partner in crime was under the weather, man. Y'all heard him in that in that Martin Luther King episode. I keep funny. I'm gonna keep calling it Martin Luther King episode, um, but y'all heard him in that episode. My dog was in the struggle, and it only got worse from there. Yeah, another reason we probably should have took the week off because you probably could have rested your voice. But just rested, period, man. I was, dude. That week was fucking brutal. Um, I couldn't get much rest anyway because I was, dude. I was slammed with work. My, I mean, my throat was killing me. I kept coughing, fucking everywhere in the house. Um, I had, so what I ended up doing was going to, uh, urgent care. So I go to urgent care and I tell them, I'm like, look, I got tested for COVID. The test came back negative and I'm, I'm coughing. My chest hurt. My throat hurt. My left nose is swollen. I don't know what's wrong with me. So the lady was like, oh, this is pretty common. We've seen several people come in with this. So they prescribed me like ibuprofen for the pain. They prescribed some type of steroid to get my lymph nodes, the swelling to go down, 
And then they prescribed me this like yellow gel tablet um, for the cough suppression. I was taking, taking about a week and a half now and literally just a day or two ago, finally the coughing has been under control. But all that time taking it, the steroid worked. That worked immediately. Like my lift nodes went down like the second day. But everything else, man, it was a struggle. I feel you. I, I literally feel you now. Because uh, y'all may hear a little bit of nasal or whatever, but um, now I'm on the floor. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it right now a little bit. I, and it's not COVID. I tested twice. It's not COVID. Right. Um, and I'll test again because I have some rappers here at the house. Y'all don't come try to rob me, first of all, because, you know, rappers, it's hard to come by. But, um, yeah, now I'm starting to feel it. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to push through. It's my flu game this week. There you go. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't do it, you know, that ain't P. So. <laughs> that is one slang I am not picking up. <laughs> Fuck these young Nigga. kids and they, and they bullshit slang. <laughs> Nigga, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I said that. Nigga, I have no idea what pushing P means. <laughs> Did you see the and, interview where they asked him to explain it? And he isn't. he couldn't really explain it. He just kept giving them examples. He just kept saying, that ain't P. <laughs> and it was like, he never said what P. He never, not at one moment was he like, that's P. Like, I have, still have no idea. I even, here's the bad part. This is how I know I'm getting up there. I Googled pushing P. At least, I've done it at least three to four times. I have still come back with no real answer. Like, I, I, I can't tell you what it is. <laughs> I have, I, honestly, I have no idea. I have no idea whatsoever. Well... We know this Sunday, there's probably a youth pastor somewhere preparing a sermon calling Push and P. Prayer, prosperity. Ooh. <laughs> That's how you know Frank done been to church. So there's, he definitely been around a youth pastor saying that type of shit. Speaking Wearing of jeans pastors, and a, jeans you and, a, and a blazer. <laughs> That's a youth pastor. That's a youth pastor go to jeans and a blazer and an Oxford nah, shirt with no dude. tie. Have you seen the youth pastors lately? They dress like us. Like they dress like us going to Winwood. They be in they be in joggers and t-shirts with hirachis on. Let me tell you this. And this is probably gonna show me age. I don't want to hear the word from God from one of y'all. All right. <laughs> the word I and and you know, that's not of God, what I just said. Cause they say, you know, you know, the message can come in any form. You know what I'm saying? The the message come in any form. You know, Just sometimes they say that. One. No, I can't. No, no. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Gucci cross your chest. No. Nah, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see your shirt tucked in with your Gucci belt sitting. Mm. And stop flipping trap songs to be prayer worshiping songs. Just don't. I mean, just don't do it. I ain't gonna lie to you. So recently, I started listening to. Uh, Kodak? I have ignored Kanye's Sunday service. I would never listen to Kodak. Get out your ass. I would never listen to Kodak. Get your head out your ass, boy. Uh, recently, I was... Um, I started listening to uh, that Sunday service choir. They had like an album that they put out, which has no Kanye on it, which I appreciate it. Because I just he wanted to hear choir music. The music I'm sure he produced it. Oh, he, okay. I'm sure he produced it, but he wasn't featured on the album. At least not the songs I've heard so far. Okay. Um, and they they changed uh 
that rain down on me song. Not not the not the not the twister one. <laughs> uh the rain down on me. Let your love just Oh, the song about ejaculating on somebody. So when we got to that song in the playlist, I'm trying to get into the vibe. You know, I'm just trying to have a little more than praise. I was just trying to have a little more than praise on the way in because I knew I was about to go into some bullshit. And my nigga, I was like, I don't, I don't know if this works. I, I really don't, I really don't see if this works for y'all. Because I can't get, I can't get the message out of my. Because I know what the song is about. And I don't quite understand. Like I can't, I can't put that for God to rain His blessings on me. Um, that that'd be like somebody taking "Throat Baby" and flipping that into a gospel song. And and you you joke, you joke, but it's a nigga who's tried already. Oh, I'm sure. There's a Baptist church. There's definitely been a Baptist church that has had a full praise team rehearsal with a remix version of "Throat Baby." <laughs> I like to hear it. Word of God, I'm trying to get it to you. <laughs> but rain down on me. I, it had bro, to I be at least you. one person in the studio that'd be like, "Y'all do know what the original song is about, right?" Yeah, but you could take you know, <laughs> you know. Sometimes you could take anything and flip it and turn it. Kirk Franklin is is a king of that shit. He he's the king of flipping some shit and turning it into. Something else. A lot of the songs that Kirk Franklin takes the melodies from and turns it into a gospel song, and you don't even notice it until like halfway through the song, because the me- it's like, man, this is the best song on the album. It's because the melody already rings true to you because it's something in your brain that's already picked up that this is familiar. But yeah, Kirk Franklin, the king of that shit. But, see, but they use the melody? like no. Sometimes then- he'll. He'll take the melody. Sometimes he'll take the, the damn near exact words, just flip it and turn a couple words into you know. God's love or whatever, whatever. But he's pretty much the king of that. But they did that on this album, and I was like, I don't know about this one. <laughs> but did the song slap? I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I do go back to it when I play it. <laughs> I okay. Because to, to this day, I still catch myself still saying the wrong words, and I always got to be like, sorry, God. <laughs> and on it, they do some of the, like Kanye, so they did the Father Stretch My Hands. Okay. You know, like at the beginning of that song, it has the gospel. They they singing it, they bringing it in. You know, with the ah do 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 ah do 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 ah do 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 do. And no matter what, every time I hear the ah, and I go, if you're Metro, the whole church, because that's when the beat drop right after he say that, and they go into the beautiful morning part, but. Every time I, no matter what, I'm always like, if your Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot. <laughs> and, and for the rest of the day, that's the only part that I took with me for the rest of the day was, hey, in my brain, somebody was saying something like, man, hey, if your Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot. <laughs> Probably one of the hardest DJ drops ever. But what's going on, man? What's going on? Talk to me. Um, What did we miss? Uh, Taco Bell brought out Wings. Yeah. Have um, you had some? But then again, I mean, from what I understand, they're basically KFC wings. Because Taco Bell and KFC are like sister companies, are they not? 
They are. But have you seen these wings? It look just like the KFC hot wings, don't they? Nah, bro. I seen a nigga. I seen a nigga really examine them on Instagram, and it's he was holding a drumette. I'm gonna call it a drumette because it was small. <laughs> he was holding a drumette, and uh, it was a little extra. It was a little extra piece on there that didn't look like regular drum meat. Like it, what was that? It brought me to think. I remember that. Aren't we in the middle of a wing shortage? Exactly. That was gonna be my next point. We in the middle of a wing shortage. Even Wingstop had to change they they whole mo. They thigh stop now. So if (laughs) Wingstop can't get wings, how's KFC? I mean, how's Taco Bell getting wings? Where the fuck is Taco Bell finding these fucking wings? On top of that, Taco Bell got ninety eight items on their menu anyway. Where the fuck y'all got room to start selling people chicken wings? Who idea was that? Nigga trying to save his job, just throwing anything on the wall and see what sticks. (laughs) I mean, they sell a Mexican pizza, which I was very upset when it got taken off the menu. I I necessarily never was a fan because none of that is a Mexican pizza. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They just they just unfolded the damn... All they did was unfold the damn soft taco, and I was like, ooh, a pizza. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, the Crunchwrap still slaps, though. That's The Crunchwrap and what is Chalupa? No, nah, damn. I was about to say, I ain't going to eat no damn Crunchwrap. Now... But when you said Chalupa, you don't fuck with a crunch wrap? Nah, that ain't for me. Oh man, I don't know, man. Ain't that the one with the with the hard taco and the soft the soft? Yeah, thing it's like it? it's it's wrapped in a fly tortilla. It got the the round hard taco shell in the middle of it to give the crunch, but then it got the ground beef, the tomatoes, lettuce, cheese. It got sour cream, but what I do, I tell them remove the sour cream and put nacho cheese in it, and I fuck it up like that, Frank. I don't know if you know, but inside you is a fat ass nigga. And I, <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how I know? I you know. You said that you sub the sour cream for nacho cheese. I was like, that shit sound like it. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, it's delicious, bro. I'm telling you. Nigga, and my brain, knowing <laughs> that we have a Taco Bell around the corner from where we are right now. My brain was like, nigga, I could slide the Taco Bell right now and get just try that shit, see what they say. You, my nigga, I'm telling you. But my stomach is like, nigga, if you don't you motherfucking try. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. If you're gonna be home today and tomorrow, give it a shot. Look, see, you the type of you type of person that's really not a friend because. I already, I'm already fighting one battle. I have to pick one, okay? Oh yeah, you don't want to be sneezing and shit let and me, cough. <laughs> let me deal with this. Let me deal with this little throat situation first before you talk about. My hey, nigga, now have you, got you the ever shits. been that sick where it's coming out of both ends and you're in a bathroom and you don't know whether to sit down or hunch over the toilet? You don't know which end is gonna let you down first. Luckily, <laughs> I've never been in that situation. But you, I have I, physically seen somebody <laughs> go through that situation. Dog, I wouldn't risk it on my worst enemy, but bruh, that was a rough day. Like, I, I literally had to help hold this girl's hair while she's shitting on one side. <laughs> like, she's shitting on the toilet, but it's hunched, leaned over into the sink. I mean, into the... um, Like a bucket or something? It, no, into the tub. Oh, my God. Poor girl. 
No, hold on. Hold on. This just in. Tom Brady retires. I mean, I mean, hell of a career. Hell of a Let career, me, but I don't get I'm not gonna lie to you as a as a longtime Dolphin fan. That don't really do nothing for me. I'm all right. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right. It's news, I'm, but it ain't news. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I'm not surprised because okay, they lost, cool. But y'all offensive coordinator just got a new head coaching job somewhere. I'm pretty sure a lot of those guys on defense, they're probably gonna get big contracts elsewhere. That team right. is gonna get dismantled. Y'all did all yeah. y'all could. Y'all played hard. Unfortunately, y'all didn't make it to the next round of the playoffs. Tom Brady, I mean, in football years, he is old. So we knew he ain't have much left in the tank. He got one more outside of uh, the Patriots. He could retire he, with, he, what, he six it. titles he, now? Seven. Seven, my bad. There you go. He got more titles than, he got more titles than any other NFL franchise. Him alone. That is amazing. But yeah, speaking of sports, did you see your boy? Because you still watch them shows. Uh, Antonio Brown s- on... Nah, fuck that. Okay. Did you see My your bad. boy Stephen A. Smith? What How he used now? the Kobe tribute? He did like a tribute oh, to Kobe I on see the day that. he passed away. That was away. so distasteful. So, Stephen A. Smith, for those who haven't heard, Stephen A. Smith, uh, you know, on first take, you know, Many people have you either love Stephen A. Smith or you hate Stephen A. Smith. I'm on the hate side, but uh, <laughs> just to be honest, uh, he, you know, this past, I want to say that was Wednesday, Thursday, uh, was the anniversary of Kobe passing away, and uh, Stephen A. Smith on on first take did like a whole video tribute, and during the video tribute, he used he used that moment to compare current players to Kobe, like the Kyries, the Kawhis, the Ben Simmons, and tell them why they're nothing. They're, they, they'll never be a Kobe Bryant. And he was just taking shots at people for sitting out of games and missing games because of COVID and this, this, and that. You know, just pushing his own agenda. Or not and, chasing championships. Right. And honestly, I, I just think that's fucking distasteful. And, that, you know, it... Y'all know Kobe fan. Like, come on, dog. You don't do that type of shit. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, for me, it just... Use that moment, praise him, but don't use that moment to shoot down other niggas. Because even in the preview, I mean, even in the... In the thing that he was comparing him to, it wasn't like he just said it. He actually had the pictures up of people he was talking shit about. That was the wild part. Like, what the fuck? What are you doing, bro? Right. Like, when he spoke about guys sitting out games, he's showing pictures of Kawhi. When he said guys aren't chasing championships or whatever, he's showing pictures of like Ben Simmons, and it's like, no, he, okay. he was, no, he used Ben Simmons. He used Ben Simmons to talk about people sitting at home collecting checks. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, he did say that. <clears throat> sitting at home collecting checks, and he also talked about Kyrie about people missing games for other things other than basketball. Because Kobe wouldn't have done that. It's just why why push an agenda in this moment. That was my. That's the shit that bothered me. Don't use somebody right. else's death for that shit. Yeah, and you kind of take away from the point you're trying to make. The things you wanted to highlight about Kobe, if we all keeping it a buck, whether you were a Lakers fan or not, we all can appreciate that about Kobe. 
Kobe was somebody who brought it 100% every time he stepped on the floor. Hell, last time we spoke, we made mention of that time where he dislocated his finger and stepped right back on the floor, where, let's be honest, a lot of people wouldn't have that in them. Because if you dislocate something, once you pop it back in place, the first thing it's going to do is swell because the body is going to... 100%. Your body's yeah. trying to fight whatever it is. Yeah, the body knows it's been injured, so the body's going to send blood to that area to help heal it. And although we knew that's what happened with Kobe, he's human, he played through it. And it's like, damn, that's that's tough as hell. But at the same time, I'm not going to highlight that being tough by diminishing another guy who suffered a similar injury and said, look, I can't go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not every, everybody's built different. If you want to praise Kobe for how he saw the game, how he approached the game, and how he approached life, then do that. You don't need to. What's this? What's the saying? Comparison is the theft of the joy, and that's basically what he did in that moment. We could have used that moment to celebrate Kobe Bryant, but he robbed us of that by being petty. Exactly. Uh, you 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 said it perfect. I was going to use that moment to be petty and be like, that's why, you know, LeBron would never be better than Jordan. But, yeah. See how that was inappropriate? <laughs> see? <laughs> see, how, like, see how out of place that shit was? <laughs> exactly. That's what Stephen A. Smith was doing. So. Besides the Warriors and uh, Phoenix, do you notice how close... The records Everyone are in the league. Oh yeah, my God! I don't. I, I. I don't think I can ever recall it being this competitive with 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 the team. It was always been that competitive on the West. On the West, from the one seed to damn near about the six seed, it's mm-hmm. always been about two or three game difference on who's going to be the one. Oh seed yeah, or the not. West has always been way way more competitive. On the East, between the one seed and the six seed, it's only two game difference. Hmm. And then on the West Coast, outside of Golden State and, and Phoenix, it's the same thing. Like, it is close. Like, wow, this is a very competitive season this season. I'm excited. No, it's, it's a, it's, it's, the games have been better to watch, you know, because there's no guarantee who's going to win. Um, and even with you know, the like some, injuries, teams are still playing strong. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And you can't hate that. You know, that's good for the sport. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, right now, it's not good for the sport. The Lakers are not where they should be. And as a Laker fan, I have to own that shit. Um, I'll say this. But I understand you're a Lakers fan, but... The Lakers are... Okay, with the roster they got, you would probably expect them to be well over 500. And I understand and respect that. But... The way people talk about the Lakers, they talk about them as if they're out of it. Dude, they've been no, suffering injuries. They have a whole new squad. Nigga, give the motherfucker some time. No, it's not that we're out of it. It's not that we're out of it at all. It's just... No, um, not you, but listen up. Every time somebody open, And when I say... I'm talking about people like on ESPN and shit. Every time they open their mouth about the Lakers, which is every other day, they talk about them as if they're failures already. And it's like, nigga, it's a new team. You have a lot of big personalities. That's Like when the Heat, any team, not just the Heat, name any team that put three big personalities together. The motherfuckers don't get it right until about February. And that's usually where all teams get it. Like the teams that's going to be something, teams that's going to make it, 
yeah. second, third it's, round in the playoffs, they click around February, March. Because that's when, that's when coaches that's when coaches fine tune their rotations. You know who's their starters. You know who's coming off. You know your six, seven, eight man off the bench. And that's when you. That's when all that usually starts to gel and come together. So it'll take time. But I'm not saying I'm not hitting the panic button. But I did expect us to do a little bit better than this. Five hundred is not. It's not Lakers basketball to me. Um, no, no, no. It's, well, yeah, Lakers is a winning franchise. So no, it's it's not going to be. Um, Nobody who's a Lakers fan is going to consider that Lakers basketball. Where y'all at? 18 titles? 17? Where y'all at? 18, right? 17. 17. The last one made 17. Okay. Yeah. We're tied with Boston now, officially. Mm. You ain't got to worry about that. Boston, they on a, a downturn. They ain't going to win one no time soon. Y'all got a better chance of, of one-upping in them now. From your mouth to God's ears. Man, just fuck that franchise. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't have love for Boston, so yeah. I just... The music next didn't have me prepared for that. But, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take, take a break right here. We'll be right back. This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at fnd.com. That's E-F-E-N-D-E-E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SamuraiPro at checkout. Do you watch Euphoria? I kept hearing about it. I have not seen an episode. You haven't seen an episode of Euphoria I have not watched a single episode, no. Um, dude, you're missing out. I am you're missing out. Euphoria is probably right now the best show on TV. No way. It's 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 the best premium show on right now. Premium being HBO Showtime, yeah, Max, yeah, yeah, all the other shit. Okay. What did think of? Do you ever watch Degrassi? Nah, I'm familiar with Degrassi, but never watched an episode. So Degrassi was. You know, that's the show where Drake is from. Right, right, That's where right. he got his break. Um, but that show was about a high school, and they literally did, like, real... It was, like, a real life... A lot of real life shit happened on there. People were having abortions. Like, it was more... It was a drama. It wasn't a comedy at all. Okay. It was very different. It's not Saved by the Bell. It was very drama, soap opera type of storytelling for kids our age when we were, like, 13, 14. Yeah, because wasn't Drake character on there a victim of gun violence? It was, it was in the middle of a school shooting. A school shooting? Not even like a park or a neighborhood or some shit. Nah, damn. Nah, it was a school shooting. Uh, and Drake was the one who got hit. Um, there, you know, there was another teenager that was murdered. There was teen pregnancy. There was people who were having abortions. There was people who had were um, bipolar. Like, they, they, they ran the gambit of that. So think of that on a Nickelodeon scale, right? Right. Where it was even edgy for Nickelodeon. But think of that with HBO limits and an HBO budget. Really? That's what Euphoria is. I'm going to catch an episode today. Me and my wife are going to watch it today. Watch it. There's the main character. The main character that's played by Zendaya. Her name is Rue. Played by who? Zendaya. That's all you had to say is she's on the show. I'm going to watch it. Oh, you know, I'll get you in there. You know, come on now. (laughs) That's all you had to say is Zendaya's on the show. Hey, cool. Zendaya's on the show, man. 
Sit right. down and watch it. Okay. Say no more. One thing about the, the main character, her name is Rue. She's a drug addict. 15, rehab, level drug addict. Okay. I understand you saying that, like this is real high school shit, but my nigga, we ain't go through no shit like this in high school. You and I. But I guarantee you, there was there was niggas in, in school where you was like, oh, that nigga on something. <laughs> something going I can't on think of nobody there. that comes to me. And if we did, we ain't going to say no names, but I can't think of We'll talk person. offline. We'll talk yeah. offline. I'll name you I can't think of no person that was like, <laughs> damn, that person's a drug addict. Don't get me wrong. I mean, with Facebook being what it is now, we could look back at pictures and be like, oh, this person fucked up now. But in high school, I can't think of nobody that was like fucked up like that. No, no. But you have wanted to, right? And now, she's the pregnancy that one. stuff. I get that. Like we knew people yeah. got pregnant. In we high grew school. up on, you know. Yeah. We all graduated together. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Um Thankfully, we never had no school shootings, although I known people to carry guns on them in school. Yeah. But again, them dudes were serving, so. They weren't looking to shoot nobody. It was more so if you tried them, not them bringing the trouble to you. So you got some of that too in 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 Euphoria, right? Okay. You got, you got nigga who serve. You got people who do this, do that, do that. The main character Rue does like next level drugs on the show. Like so heroin. Now, Rue ain't scared of no drug. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so so now the the organization Dare. I remember is that. now Dare is going after Euphoria saying they're recklessly glorifying drug use. Oh, this is the actual organization going after that show. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. And I fucked them. I just wanted good. No, I'm just saying, fuck them. And Dare, which was, you know, all put in put into play, you know, years ago to keep to encourage us young people to take the pledge and never use drugs. Ironically, I think it was created by Nancy Reagan, wasn't it? It was, the throat goat. Not only that, what's ironic about it, her husband was responsible for the crack epidemic. Somebody didn't listen to Rory and Moore. <laughs> oh, that's what they said? I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> they, they put that connection together. Um, but that's not even why I brought this up. I brought it up because, to be honest, when you watch the show, and this is no spoilers, guys. When you watch the show, like the the premise of the show is Rue's a drug addict. So I'm not I'm not spoiling anything. I think everyone should watch it. I think it's a great show. It's disturbing as shit. It's dark. You're probably not gonna want to watch more than like two or three episodes at a time because eventually it's so heavy. Mm. Like, fuck, the kids ain't all right. <laughs> like the kids ain't all right. <laughs> I don't know. This generation, boy, I'm so glad I didn't grow up on social media. I'm so glad. I'm so, like, man, you know when niggas used to bother you, you used to be able to go home. <laughs> You can leave school at school. You should be able to go home, but now you can't. But getting back to Rue's level of drug use, there's nothing sexy about Rue's level of drug use on the show, okay? Like, they say that it's glorifying. It it seems very obvious that the show's never glorifying her yeah, level of drug use. It's just showing a dark reality that happened. Oh, it's super dark. Like, it's even shot very beautifully. But, like, mm. when she's tripping, you're like, low-key, I feel like I'm tripping. That's why it'd be so dark, because it's shot so well. Okay. I just can't see myself. I, I can't. 
for one, Dare, there's a reason why we don't hear about Dare anymore because they lost a lot of funding because <laughs> they realized that it wasn't really doing what it was supposed to do. <laughs> and all honesty, what exactly are they supposed to be doing? Instilling in us when we were kids that drug use was horrible and bad and no one should do it. Drugs are bad. Bad drugs. The only bad. thing I could recall them ever doing, and I don't even know if this was a Dare commercial. They had the famous commercial, this is your brain, and they will hold up an egg. And then they said, this is your brain on drugs. And they cracked the egg and, and, and dropped the egg in a frying pan, and you see the egg sizzle. And they're like, any questions? That is it. Other than that, I don't recall them coming to school and talking about the shit. I mean, hey, we knew on, drugs you... are bad because we, we saw the effects of it walking to school. We saw crackheads. We saw... All that shit. We knew the motherfuckers were sprung out on stuff. Yeah, we didn't need you could dare to tell us that. Yeah, you you might they might have been doing that for white kids because I remember seeing that commercial and I was like, so nobody gonna scramble that bitch. We just, yeah, we just, right. That's on. I don't like no sunny side up. Ed. Hell no. <laughs> I was young. I mean, I can I can appreciate a sunny side I up. I still egg don't fuck egg with now. sunny side up eggs. Man, you get one of those and you put it on a burger. You ain't never had an egg on a burger. Oh, oh yeah, I got bio. Yes, I, 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 yeah. On a burger, that shit hits, but nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Somebody got scrambled that. Where the cheese? <laughs> like, you just yeah, need man. one craft single. We could put that shit together. You know what I'm saying? Matter just of fact, frying the egg. Ain't nobody even eat this shit. Like, oh, y'all just wasted it. Side note, that's not cheese. Craft singles is nowhere near cheese. No, but I don't know what the fuck that shit is. <laughs> but it, 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 I mean, what else could you afford? It got us to and fro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We had it's to like make that craft macaroni and cheese. Like our, our mamas tried their best. They, they put craft in a in a in a refrigerator. That's what we ate. It is what it is. I mean, now we do a little better. We could get slices of cheddar cheese to put on our burgers now. But I mean, they did the best they could. We appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just yeah, I'm just not gonna buy that shit no more. <laughs> if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't know what finer things were. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost a diss. <laughs> I mean, it ain't a diss. It's just honesty. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, re- I remember thinking, you know, Top Ramen, you know, that's a dinner. That's a dinner. Don't let her throw uh, a mixed vegetable in there maybe cut up a piece of chicken. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, fam. Whenever we got like leftover chicken, whether it's baked chicken, fried chicken, whatever, dude, top ramen come through, my nigga. And I dice. It did a couple... when we was kids. No, now to this day, nigga, I dice up some onions, some bell peppers. I take that old baked chicken that we don't know what to do with because we done ate all the rice, nigga. That's a meal, bro. I throw that bitch in there with the bones and all. Let the let the flavor from the bones soak into the ramen. You know what I mean? Then you pick the bones out. You probably right. I do got a fat dude stuck in oh, no. <laughs> All right. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you heard this. I didn't have to. This is how I know you do. Because I was of two minds about that. I was like, first, Frank, we older now. You could want better for yourself. <laughs> you could want more for yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can want more. There's nothing wrong with wanting more. You're allowed. It's like the dishwasher. I know back in the day, you some of us ain't even have one in the house. But if you did, you know, it was looked as lazy if we used it. But right. you can use it now. You pay for that bitch. Right. It's okay. 
science. <laughs> and you know, y'all will come up with anything like, oh, it's not going to clean it all the way. Yes, it will. Science works, guys. It will definitely clean it all the way. And and on the other side, I was like, I ain't never put the whole chicken in the pot to make. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never think of that. Because then if you put the chicken in the pot, there's certain pieces of chicken that you can't get to that'll fall off the bone. Exactly. Boiling it makes it tender. It'll make it tender. And it'll probably, it'll do something really different in your, um, in your soup. You yeah. feel me? Like in the yeah. sauce of it. Um, and sometimes I don't like my shit too watery because you know it take away the flavor. Nah. But just imagine, but Chicken just imagine. Soak it up. Yeah, you you get me now, right? You feel me? I had never a a I'm just saying right here. Next time it. you get a baked chicken from Publix, because Publix got some good baked chicken. Get some baked chicken. If you done ran through your rice or your macaroni and all that, and you just got the chicken sitting there, nigga. Get some ramen. Throw that shit together, bro. I'm telling you, it's a meal, my nigga. I understand it's a meal, but it's not a meal I should be having. We got to want better for ourselves, Frank. For our children. What you mean? You gotta I feed it more. to my kids. They love it. I know you do. Because you got to start them off. You got to start them off right. You got to start them off humble. So they can know the finer things in life. Look at what daddy could do with some leftover rotisserie chicken and some top ramen. Now imagine. Imagine you marry somebody who could do even better than this. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you shoot imagine. for imagine <laughs> that's what you now imagine we go somewhere big like a night like, you may think this gourmet what i just threw together i might i might have do some frozen unmixed um, peas and shit in there just gave it some jazz but just imagine we go somewhere and you order a real meal something to start with an appetizer a main course maybe even a dessert Maybe a mixture of a warm and cold. Like it may have a hot, it may have a hot fudge brownie and some ice cream. A pazuki. See what I'm saying? Now imagine that. I can't believe you. I thought y'all had money over there. <laughs> nah. I, that, see, that's the thing. Starting to man. worry about it. The thing about struggle meals, they fill you up, bruh. Struggle it's because we Mills spent were years designed. perfecting that shit. We spent years perfecting that shit. You know how many times <laughs> I done lived off a of rotisserie chicken for a couple days? Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, we can afford, we can afford good eating. Like a two hundred dollar dinner for me and my wife. That's that's a go. Like that, we ain't batting eyelashes at that. But at the same time, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. My wife do get up on me because she like so sweetie. What are we gonna eat for dinner? And I tell her like, I don't know what you gonna eat. <laughs> but <laughs> but I got a couple Garcia sausage in the fridge. I'm finna make me about a couple sausage sandwiches. I'm good. I don't know what you're gonna eat, but I'm gonna eat two sausage sandwiches and I know that's gonna hold me. Man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, we gotta elevate your palate, sir. My nigga, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, but if you don't fix it, you're gonna die. <laughs> 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 Frank, if you don't fix it, you're gonna die. I told you no don't make me laugh too hard. You. The cough gonna come back. <laughs> it's already, look, you see me struggling this whole time. If you don't do it, you're gonna die. You have to do something. Oh, nigga, my diet is not that bad. But you're right though. I do need to <laughs> you probably said, incorporate more vegetables no, nigga, and shit. Your diet is horrible because you said, I don't know what you're gonna eat. 
but there's a couple of Garcia sausages in there. I'm going to have a couple of sandwiches. <laughs> you do not care about you. You have kids. You have to be there for them. Oh my, my wife what says the, the same fuck? thing. You gotta do, bro. You gotta do something. She be like, "You're not gonna leave me and these girls. I don't plan to let these guys see the sausages, though." Nigga, I know you don't. You're not planning to, but you seem like you're racing to it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why all the good things in life are bad for you? Because usually they all have sugar in them somewhere. <laughs> I know, right? And sugar is sugar is triggering, and that's why it just tastes so much better. It is what it is. Gotta do something about that. We're gonna put together a meal plan for you. We're gonna do something. <laughs> Y'all gotta do something. You gotta, you gotta do better. Look, you have children. Now they can have the noodles. They body, they little bodies can take it. You know what I'm saying? They need to know, they need to have a humble beginning to know where to build to. So what you're telling me, I can't eat like I'm 16 anymore? Nigga, you haven't been able to eat like you were 16 for like 10 years. You, got, you just ain't realized that. <laughs> you got to get your life together, bro. <laughs> Nigga, we used to go get a sausage sandwich with fries and not only get a, a little bit of fries, a plate of fries. This nigga said used put to. Put ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise on that shit. We would be up there putting that shit on there like it's an art project. Like, now nah, I got to get the man. Look, look, it's a little space left. Let me put a little ketchup in that space. Soaking that shit. And then we'd eat it for lunch. <laughs> we used to eat lunch at 1140. It's not even noon and we eating that shit. That shit we is not right. Damn in class for the rest of the day. No. What Wonder the fuck? why you fell in half your classes. Nigga, I have a food coma. I can't focus. Nigga don't even remember third period. <laughs> oh, man. My GPA could have been a whole lot higher. I failed a lot of classes in high school. It could have. Hey, this is a real side note. Something that literally just hit my brain. And only people from Alapata will totally understand this. But do you remember that we used to have odd classes and even classes? Like we would have one, three, five, two, and then four, two, four, six. six. Yeah. Remember that? Now that carried on in high school. But in middle school, because they wanted to give every class their own chance, they it would be one, three, one, five, three, five, two, four, six. Two, four, six. Three five one. Oh, three five one. <laughs> three five one. Four six two. Four six two. Five one three. Five one three. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga. Rotating. That's what it was called. A rotating block schedule. Yeah. It used to be days I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> oh, I remember that shit because I knew the days on which classes had the late lunch. I fucking hated that. Like, I never damn. knew. I never knew when I was going to eat. I never knew what class. All I remember was that my favorite of those combinations was six two four. Because I could that? end, because I could, because in eighth grade I could end the rest of my day in marine skills. Ah, uh, okay. And you know we had fun in that class, but we was bullshitting a lot in that. Like it was, oh yeah, it was the chill period. You know what I'm saying? Like we we knew we was gonna go to, we was gonna go on field trips and shit. That's why you. It's really the only reason you went into marine skills, but. 
for that one free trip to Bayside that one time. No, nah, you, you had a you had the trip to Bayside. Then you also had the trip to Master Academy. Master Academy, because we yeah. all thought we was going to go there. I applied. Got a rejection. That was the first rejection letter I got from for a school. After that, I don't even think I even applied to Turner Tech and no shit like that. I was like, well, fuck it. If they don't want me, nobody else want me. I might as well Nigga, just, just go, go to, to my home school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. Oh, Hindsight being what it is, I don't know what the fuck I would have turned out into if I would have went to a fucking Mass Academy. I'm glad Thank I went God to Jackson, though. Right. See, Jackson taught you life skills, man. You, you, you had to deal with difficult people. You had to learn to move in a room full of sharks at Jackson. Had to learn that if you talk shit, you're going to get hit in the mouth, so don't say shit if you can't back it up. Mm-hmm. Jackson came with a lot of hard lessons, man. Jackson made people better people. Now, what it did for motherfuckers' education? No, I can't talk about that. If it wasn't for Jackson, I probably wouldn't be where I am now. I developed a passion for architecture and shit at Jackson, so even educationally, Jackson did, did me well. Say what y'all want about inner city schools, man. But you learn a lot. We're going to take a break right here and we're going to be right back. I'm not going to lie to you, boss. All that talk about sausage sandwiches. You might just have one. <laughs> <laughs> this fat ass nigga here. Oh, my God. But you're right, though. My diet is horrible. It's horrible, bro. I can admit that. It is bad. It is really bad. You used to be able to survive off of Having a fast metabolism, you got to do better. That metabolism yeah. starting to slow down. Nigga, I know it. It was a time, it was a time, um, it was a time after Miani, I ain't know which one of y'all was pregnant, to be mm -hmm. honest. <laughs> you, I know, you, you I know exactly what you caught yourself. About. You definitely caught yourself and tried to, and tried to reel yourself back in, but I'm still it was trying. a time still where you was, carrying, what, you was carrying real heavy. I was. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny about that? Like, you could, you, I mean, you're not blind. You could see the pictures. You could see a mirror, right? Yeah. Your shit don't fuck with you until you post something on Instagram. And motherfuckers be like, damn, nigga. <laughs> you, done got a little, you done gained a little weight, didn't you? But like, both of y'all pregnant. <laughs> Frank, when you do. And it's like, hey, man, damn. that relationship weight. That relationship oh, yeah. way get you. Well, y'all happy at the house, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, that nigga Frank happy. Well, that's a lot of happy way you done got. Like, damn. Hey, chill out, dude. <laughs> yeah, right? Nigga ain't that happy. What you, what you saying? Or if you grew up in a Caribbean household. Oh, they call you fat. No, oh, family members. Family members that see you and be like, hey, we gained so much weight. <laughs> <laughs> Caribbean <laughs> people have no filters at all. <laughs> like, we gained so much weight. And then they start telling you, you got to stop eating all the rice. You got to stop eating all the rice. You got to stop eating all the bread. They'll call you fat and then call people into the room to just so they can tell them how fat you got. Come, like come look at Frank. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> come look, at, look, how, look how big he got. <laughs> come look at Frank. It's like, nigga, I just seen him. He just said hi to me. He ain't say nothing about my weight. Now you want to start some shit. <laughs> Now you got to stay in there like a specimen. <laughs> Why everybody so just awkward. examine you? How'd you get so fat? <laughs> Fuck you, man. Get out of my house. <laughs> the problem is it be said by like an older auntie and shit. Yeah. And you really can't say shit to her. Like, no, not at how all. How did you get so fat? Eating, bitch. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck you want me to say? 
the fuck out of my face. Right? But I was raised with respect, so I'm not going to say that. Right? Just got to take it. They just be so rude. Hit you with it. How you get so fat? How you lost your husband? <laughs> <laughs> why y'all got out? Why both of y'all got outside kids? Right? Oh, okay. All right, then. Oh, man. Um, yo, did you read the thing about the... Uh, about that escort. So there was this escort who had, she turned into like an OnlyFans influencer. Right. She says she has two vaginas. One for work and one for her personal life. This is a serious question. Are there pictures? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she has an OnlyFans. I'm not paying to see two coochies. Okay. This is where you're wrong. This is where you're wrong now. <laughs> this is where you're wrong. She has only one opening. She just has two canals. Oh, that's how it works. But she used to be an escort, so she used one for work and then one for her personal life. Can't she rotate them like a CD changer? Like, how does that they work? They can't rotate. That mean, you know, you got your left pussy and your right pussy. You can't, you can't rotate the bitch. <laughs> So if he got one opening, how does she know which way the dick is going? Like, how, can she shift it? I, well, I'm, I'm, it's her body. She's had two. She's had two, two pussies her whole life. I'm sure she knows which one is the, which one's her work pussy. Do they hit different? I, I don't know. I ain't never, you know. <laughs> These are questions that need to be. Answered. I ain't never been there. I <laughs> said I never been. There. <laughs> I don't know. She was very clear that you know, once for work, once for once for 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 her personal life. Um, and I was like, would I ever want two dicks? No. What would be the I don't fun think in I that? Would. I don't, I don't... want two dicks. <laughs> Box of briefs is already what it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> Can you imagine how much more annoying life would be if you had to deal with two penises? Imagine going through puberty, getting random erections. Nigga. That is rough. Pants standing up like a like like an old school, old school antenna. <laughs> I mean, and then there's the experimenting. You know, you learn to touch yourself. You gonna every time you masturbate, it's a race. Which one's gonna, which one is gonna be first? Wow, you took it there. I had not, I had not thought that deep. My <laughs> brain, <laughs> I just, I was just like she had two vaginas. I wanted to put myself in her shoes. And was like, do you have two? What would I feel like with two dicks? You was like, you racing, you like you double jacket and racing to see which Nigga, one you, first. <laughs> Nigga, you gonna be ambidextrous like a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> Nigga, that's your strong arm. <laughs> I would assume you could accidentally go in the other one, <laughs> like you know, like if that's if you're her girl, like if you're her her boyfriend. Like, imagine you getting ready to, you know, get it going, and she'd be like, uh-uh, get out my work pussy. <laughs> okay. Does she have four ovaries? 
No, it's just split into. So what she said was one canal is actually more pleasurable. The other one really isn't. So she that the one that's personal is the one that she feels is more pleasurable to her. Oh, so I'm that's why she uses with that one. A canal with uterus. So she has no, one uterus. No, no. Just one. Like all the other reproductive stuff is one. It's normal. She, she just, just got an extra canal. Right. So that's the birth control canal. Cause ain't nothing happening. I mean, there. I don't know if it I think it may all still connect though. But that would be nice to figure out. Cause if that's the birth control canal, then she good. Like she ain't gotta get no plan B or nothing. Just hey, you know, when you go in, go to the right. You know what I mean? But, but if you she know, had... as a man, nigga always think about the road less traveled. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> what if I went left though? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, girls be like, you know, I throw on a little wig and I could be a whole new bitch for him, you know? <laughs> Just be a whole different, whole different girl. You literally, she literally can do that. Like, she can put on a wig and you, you, you knocking down something you ain't hit before. Oh, boy, I bet she pay a grip for that vaginal rejuvenation process. That nigga said a grip. <laughs> Sorry. It was just the double entendre. You did a great job. <laughs> you didn't even know you did it. <laughs> There had to be some discovery, though, because I'm pretty sure she just didn't realize that on her own. I'm pretty sure she, she probably she went in for an ultrasound or some shit. Got... That's what happened. She went in for an ultrasound. The doctor was like, hey, look, you got this extra piece that's over this way. She said she didn't really notice it because, I mean, you know, her her opening is still the same. It's just that there's an extra canal on the left or the right. Whatever. There's an extra canal. So she said she didn't really notice it until she got much older. But that was kind of one of the things she, I mean, I'm sure people paid a, paid a pretty dollar f- just to even like be, you know, the more exotic, uh, uh, I'm assuming the more exotic an escort is, the, the higher price she is. You can always get niggas to pay extra for a kink. I can't imagine what her OnlyFans look like. Because if, if she's doing the OnlyFans and she's advertising, she got two canals, people going to want to see it. So I'm pretty sure her OnlyFans probably consists of her with a camera right up in that motherfucker like you are OBGYN and her trying to show you like, see, that's one and this is number two right here. So that's proof. And then she probably, you know, take turns with a dildo show that it both work or some shit like that. No, because she doesn't use the other one for OnlyFans. But then... One's I mean, for work and one's for the relationship. You got to respect the boundaries, right? Support pussy management. (laughs) 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 Oh, okay, I'm gonna stop, (laughs) right? This nigga Frank just tried to kill me. Oh my god! Holy shit, bro! What the fuck is your problem? Oh, oh shit! Woo! Oh man! Oh my god! No, nah, fuck that. On that note, nigga. <laughs>
Give me your old school vibe of the week. <laughs> we gotta cut that shit short. <laughs> Holy shit! Old school vibe is Busta Rhymes from the Extinction Level Event of album. It is. Of course, it is. <laughs> he got a song with uh Mystical. Um, is they wildin' with us? Him and Mystical going back and forth on this track. They rapping really fast on this shit. It's a dope track. Um, I always wonder why it wasn't a single or anything like that. But I mean, he had dope singles on that album. I, I want to say, put your hands with my eyes and see is one of the singles on that album, if I'm not mistaken. But um, nonetheless, it's, it's one of the, in my opinion, it's one of my favorite songs on that CD. Um, and I think you'll appreciate it too. I, I definitely think I don't quite remember that song. I do, I, yeah, it was like a B-side hit. Yeah, and I wasn't more of a get up, bust around the whole album type of person. Um, I he definitely would be on a on a mix, but I would never go and listen. I growing up, it was just not something I would go dive into. I would now. And I'm always diving into diving into the crates and listening to some old shit. Um, every once in a while, diving into a crates. So kids. People used to keep records in crates, like that crate challenge shit that y'all was doing, trying to kill yourselves. People used to actually keep records in these crates. So the phrase dive into crates means diving back into the records, you know, diving back into some older shit. I'm sure nobody that young listens to listens to us anyway, but right. But you'd be surprised. Just people just a little bit younger. So Somebody 28 probably wouldn't understand that phrase. And that's not much younger than us. You're right. Um, but my, my old school vibe of the week is uh St. Louis by Nelly. That's the one that come in like you can find me St. Louis. Oh, I remember that song. Look, when I had first that was one of the first albums I had listened to all the way through, you know, post going into Christian school all my life. And I used to ride in the car with uh with my homie Milton and his family when my mom would, would have to uh Milton Williams and take care of my grandmother. Yeah, Milton Williams, shout out to okay. Um But I used to ride with them because they used to live around the corner from me. Um and you know, both our parents worked at the school. So, you know, there's a there's a strong unity for the kids of us who, who parents work at the school. There's like five or six of us there. So we all right. kind of fuck with each other just because, you know, we understood the plight. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, both of us from what? Kara City too, right? All three of us actually. Yeah, okay. Me, Milk, Keela. Um, oh, okay. I didn't know she was up in that area too. Okay. Oh, yeah. We all live like two, three minutes away from each other. Gotcha. Um, but we all would ride. And I remember going in the. That's what, when you have younger parents who listen to the same music that you do, that was always. When I had friends who would listen to that with their parents, I used to be like, dog, they parents cool as shit, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like riding there, they got the they got the subwoofers in the back, shit. We bumping 7:30 in the morning all the way to school. Bruh, couldn't have told me shit. Boy, I was like, boy, this the coolest nigga on earth. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. But that that this that was one of my like. First, I just to this day when it came on earlier, when it came on while I was listening to trying to find some old school, um, I was like, "Oh, this is it!" Like I remember that feeling of being young. Like when this song started, it was the beginning of the Nelly album. It was his first album, right? Uh, Country Grandma, man, a classic that album. I album what went, that album went uh, diamond, diamond, didn't it? I believe. Okay, yep, classic album. I don't care what anybody says. Nelly is so underrated. Um. But love that song. 
Go ahead, hit me with your uh, hit me with your new school vibe of the week, man. New vibe is from an artist named Belly. You heard of him? I've heard of him. Like I've heard of him. I was thinking I was watching an interview with him. Um, he's from New York, if I remember correctly. Hispanic, I believe. No, he's actually from Palestine. Well, yeah, I, he probably recorded. Apparently, in New I York, wasn't listening but, to. Yeah, I probably wasn't listening to the interview too hard because. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks Latin, but he's actually Palestinian from uh, right. Ontario, my Canada. Prejudice. Yeah, that's my prejudice. I apologize. No, it's all good. Um, actually, he was actually signed to Rock Nation. Um, but anyway, he got a song with Benny the Butcher called Money on the Table. The song is fire. Um, ain't really no chorus to it. They both jump in, spit their verses, and then, like, okay, so the first verse is Belly. He jumped in, spit his verse. Then Benny the, then Benny the Butcher jumps in, do his, do his thing. And then when he's done, Belly comes back in, cleans it up with, like, another eight bars or whatever. Dope song. Um, Benny the Butcher, the way he jumps into his verse, I thought was hard. The nigga say something like, um, I got two bitches, one's my, one's my gun and one's my wife. One I cock before I go to bed, the other I kiss goodnight. And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh shit, that's, <laughs> that's kind of hard. <laughs> it is hard. Yeah. I fucks with Benny the Butcher. He got an album coming out, matter of fact, this year, he got a lot of good albums coming out. You got Kendrick coming out this year. You got Pusha T coming out this year. You got Benny the Butcher coming out this year. Who else am I missing? I honestly believe, I honestly believe we're going to get another Drake album this year. I think we, we're going to get another Cole album this year. Dude, That's my, th- these are my personal opinions. Because I just year, feel like Drake didn't put a lot in the, in the, into uh, CLB. And he definitely, there's a reason why. Because a lot of the stuff from CLB was like, Leak shit Like half the album Was leaked Two years ago Really? So Yeah cause I had listened To most of that song Most of those songs I had already had How you find leaked songs now? Cause I mean I don't use torrent sites anymore So how are you finding them? Um So I still fuck with the Dat Piff app Right? Oh there's mixtapes Yeah mixtapes They leak so on the mixtapes Okay They'll leak They'll leak them And then they'll Dat Piff will put them together As a mixtape oh. So a lot of those songs I had kind of already heard Okay. So, and the fact that they had been leaked for years and Drake still put them out lets me know that I feel like he didn't put a lot of energy in the CLB in hindsight, looking back at it. Um, but I think he's definitely dropping. I think I think we're gonna get a lot of hot music, especially as the world's starting to open up. I think the Omicron phase has started to slowly die itself down. Right. Um so yeah. Okay. That's what's funny up. shit. Funny shit. Um my new vibe of the week is Benny the Butcher featuring J. Cole. Oh, okay. It dropped yesterday on Cole's birthday. One of, I, honestly, I'm looking back. It's one of Cole's hardest verses right now. At least, and that's that's premature. I've only heard it like three or four times, but I ran it back to back a couple of times. For a second, I thought you, your new vibe was going to be that. I ain't never been with a baddie. So I added it to the tally. That song is old. Really? Nigga, I just heard it. It's been on TikTok and Instagram for like weeks, and no, nigga, those are one of your songs. No, that's not one of my songs. I just told you, Belly's my song. No, but that's the type of song you would put up as a new vibe. 
When Megan Thee Stallion and Shinsia had dropped the song, I knew everybody you was like, you everybody and said, Tito, no, I knew y'all was expecting that. Niggas was I purposely didn't do it. Niggas was sending it in the DM like, watch this be Frank's song. You owe me a dollar if this Frank's song. I said, all right. I said, I'm going to give it to you anyway, but I guarantee it's going to be Frank. <coughs> I'm going to be real with you. I heard the song and I didn't like it. Um, They both tried to be sexy on the track. And don't get me wrong, both women are very beautiful. They're very sexy. However, they would have they would have been better rapping on a on a more hard beat. Like if they would if they if they would have I don't know come out with a tougher song, it would have been better. Have you heard um, what's the what's the Jamaican artist's name? You know who I'm talking about the the one that's on the song no, with nigga, Megan. There's hundreds of Jamaican artists. No, but the one that's on the song with Megan. What's her name? Shinsia? Her. Have you heard her rap on that? Um, Sneaker said, her. Yeah. I don't know. Refusing that, to try to say it. But go ahead. Go ahead. Exactly. Have you heard her? Um, she rapped on that beatbox song. That uh, that Spot Em Got Em song. Have oh, you no, heard she, her? No. She's she's crazy with the pen. There's no argument Right. Here. She killed that shit. Give her. They should have gave both of them a beat like that and said, "Just put some shit out. Don't make don't make the song gimmicky and sexy. Don't try to, don't try to recreate what y'all did with WAP or some shit like that. Yeah, just go when the video and- drop. When the video drop, that's what I got. It was very, it was it was it was it was WAP, but the pussy wasn't as wet. Right, and it's like, no, don't try to recreate that WAP. What it was, and then and I mean, just the timing of WAP was bad. We were stuck inside. The song couldn't have did what it was supposed to do. Shit Honestly, happens. it did numbers. It WAP did is, numbers. WAP but, is uh, probably the most popular song from that year, hands down. Exactly. In that year, we were stuck in the house. Imagine if motherfuckers could go outside, nigga. As a single man, imagine if you was able to go outside and hear the girls go crazy over that song. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Missed opportunities. Missed opportunity. But I don't think they should have tried to recreate that with this one. Y'all should have just let hey both of y'all can rap. Huh? Here's here's a, a a metro booming beat. Have at it. No gimmicks, just rap. That's what they should have mm-hmm. did. But on that note, man, got anything else you want to bring to the table? Nah, man, we good. Just happy to be back. Happy to be doing this thing with you. And you need to get some rest. I promise, I'm not gonna eat a sausage sandwich today. I'm probably gonna eat some healthy. Uh, you man, doubt it? There were so many jokes I could have went with there, but. Eat whatever sausage sandwich you want, sir. Go ahead. <laughs> you lucky I don't have the energy. <laughs> I'm going to leave the sausage sandwich alone. <laughs> all right. Definitely going to have... Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. As we just did. <laughs> I'm your co-host Marvin, aka Young Saint, Mr. Flexo and Alexo, about to make your best hoe my next hoe. That man beyond Charles Flex Xavier, and the man to the right of me can only be. Um, it's the same dude from the last week and the week before. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Cause you seem to have forgotten, nigga. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I didn't have it up. I, you caught me. You caught me with my You sure it's still the same dude? Yeah, right. Uh, the same dude from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half F&D, so talk nice when you see me. 
I stay wildin'. I don't resort to violence. I'm on resorts and islands. So check the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. To be frank, I can only be who I say I be. The F and F and D, one half of this P.O.D. Who else but me? It's Frank. You can email us at the Samurai Professional Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, and topic suggestions. Also, please, when you get a chance, rate, comment, and like this podcast on the platform you, you of your choosing, whether it's Spotify, uh, iTunes, or whatever. Just let us know Even what you Apple think. Podcast, but don't judge them. What I said. iTunes. Nobody uses iTunes. No? Okay, Apple Podcast. Damn, nigga, am I that old? Nigga, you say raw still. We're not doing raw that. It's too late is good. Day. Yes, that's the definition of raw in slang. Yes, but it's still not good. That so, ain't P. Which I rather... <laughs> <laughs> that ain't P, my nigga. Part of me believes you actually used that right in that instance. But anyway, I, I think I am. <laughs> I just know that that's how uh, that's how the kids say they always say that AP. So that's what I, I have no idea what P is yet. So I know Me whatever neither. it is, raw ain't it. Well, raw is raw. I'm sure he's wildin'. Anyways. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. You can reach me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Marv? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Marvin X Adams. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace.